Lil Shishi Zera Shimshon Parshas Nosoi, a week after Shavuos. Thursday night, Parshas Nosoi, Zera Shimshon. Uh, just a little shout out that uh, one of the people that we learned Lilish Mosai is Yehudi Yosef Kranzer, and Baruch Hashem, a grandchild was born to the Kranzer family. They have a lot of nachas. Parshas Nosai has various different angles and uh, alleys. Uh, one of the focuses is Nazir. So, one of the more famous Nazirim that Am Yisrael had over the years was Shimshon. So the Pasuk says that the Malach came to the woman and uh, though her husband wasn't there, he commands her, you will become pregnant and the child will be a Nazir and you cannot eat anything tame and you cannot drink any wine. And it happens a second time. Now the question is, number one, why didn't he go to the husband? Uh, at least the second time. And by the second time, the question why he didn't go to the husband is very, very strong because Monoyach himself davened that the Malach should come back. So if he davened, why is the Malach going to the woman? So in the Yalkut, it says that when the woman was describing to the husband who came, she said, So she didn't think that she was talking to a Malach. She actually thought that she was talking to a Navi. And he just looks like a Malach. And that's that. Now, part of that was in order that she should decide to tell the Malach, you know, how about sitting down and having a meal here with us? And right away, if by the husband, uh, he would have said right away, it's a Malach. Therefore he went to her. She should think that it is a Navi, a Basavadam, a person, and she'll run and uh, call her husband, and that's that. Okay. So after the Malach comes, she runs to Monoyach, Vayelach Monoyach Achar Ishtoi, Say Chazal, Achar Dvoreo, Vachar Atzosa. Yeah. So we happen not to see any anything there that she's telling Monoyach, and there's no advice being given at that point. So what are we talking about? Yeah, uh, number one. Number two, there was clearly, there was clearly just what the Malach said. The Malach said, listen, this is what the procedure is. No eating tame, no drinking wine, nothing from grapes, and that's it. So, the answer to that would be, that her husband also felt that though he looks like a malach, he actually is a boss of Adam, and therefore 
he felt that it's kedai for them to invite the malach to eat, and that's that. Okay. So he's quoting here Rabbeinu Bachye. Rabbeinu Bachye says in Parshas Kiseitze that there are two mitzvahs that you get Arichas Yomit. Kibbut Abayim, Shiluach HaKen, you get Arichas Yomit. Then there's a mitzvah that you're to have children, like Achnosis Orchim. Avram Avinu did Achnosis Orchim and had a child. And therefore, this woman, whatever she knew, said, we should invite him. And if we're going to do Achnosis Orchim, in this chus, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to merit up with a child. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be mitzarev our machshava toiva to a maisa, and that's that. Uh, so the question is, why did the Malach sort of play along a little bit, and only at the end did Monoyach feel that he was talking to the Malach, and then he said to his wife, woe on to us, we're for sure going to die, we saw a malach, and that's that. And he would have understood that he's a real malach. He wouldn't be able to have brought the carbon oil that he brought there at the time because he thought that he's a boss of Adam. So he didn't know that this was going to be a carbon oil. He thought that this was going to be the meal that they're preparing for this person that they had just invited because you're not allowed to shecht to a malach. It's against the Torah. You're allowed to shecht only bilti la Hashem You can't shecht to anybody else. And that's it. As it says, because it looks like he's shechting to the malach that is in charge of the ocean or the river, and that's that. So therefore, he thought that he was a navi, and he said, let me prepare for you a stew from the goat, make a good goat stew, and that's that. You'll come down, you'll sit, you'll eat, and Be'ezus Hashem, the Rabbi Shalom will merit us through that to have a child. And that's it. And that'll be very good. Okay. And at the end, the Malachs, so the Rabbi Shalom set this up that Taka the Machshava Toiva should be Mitzdarif Lamaisa. And now that the Machshava Toiva is going to be Mitzdarif Lamaisa, they will be merited to have a child. And the Taka Shimshon was born as we all know, in the schos, and that's that, which teaches us that people should do Achnosis Orchim, because Achnosis Orchim is very choshev for our Ruchnius and Gashmius together, because through that, that we do Achnosis Orchim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu repays us in various ways, and it is always choshev for that. So, says the Zerashimshoy that now 
that he was ma- he, he brought it, he said, uh, no, 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 you, I, I, I'm not going to eat. I don't eat. I'm a malach. So you could be, well, let's put this stone, and you will bring this as a carbon, and that's it. And the malach himself was, as it says there, umafli lasois, and he brought the fire, and then with the fire, he went up to Shemai. Okay. So, what is going on? So, the Zerashimshin says here something that is what we would call a little on the spooky side. Saying that uh, Shimshin himself was a Gilgal of the Neshama of Nadav. And the problem of Nadav and Aviyu was that they were makriv a zora in front of Hashem. And now, this is what the tikkun would be, that there's going to be this ash that the ma- that is before the child is coming down, and the ash will come, min hashemayim dafka, through the malach, who is mafli lasois. And through that, he'll go up to Shemai. And that should be a very, very clear guideline for them that, yeah, this child has the various things that he has to keep, and this is playing with fire if he does not. Okay. So, this is what he's saying. He's saying like this, if you're going to hold me to eat bread, I don't eat bread. But if you want to make a carbon oila, make a carbon oila for the Rabbi Shalayla. So the Yalkut Shemoni says that by Elisha Hanavi, the Shunamis told her husband, Ishalai Kim Kadoshu, Oiver Aleinu Tamit. He always passes by. And therefore I think that instead of him eating on our table, instead of him eating by us, I think it would be way more positive that we build him a separate room and let him eat by himself and enjoy his peace and tranquility and he should have privacy. Now, it says, Somebody who hosts a Talmud Chacham, and he feeds him food. When he gives him to drink, so the Pasuk says, as if he was makir to carbon tamid. So, it's based off from over here. The Malach said, I wouldn't eat your food because you should bring it a carbon, a, a physical carbon, because I'm not a physical person. By Elisha Hanavi, yeah, the woman had it right. He was a physical Navi. And therefore, to a physical Navi, you're supposed to feed him and give him to drink. And if you feel that having him eat on your table is a disturbance of his life, is something that he cannot uh, have because it might disturb him, it might make him feel uncomfortable, okay, so put him in a, a side room where he'll be able to have his privacy and his peace and tranquility. But of course, it will be as if you're makir of a carbon. But here, 
he couldn't eat because he's a Malach Gomor. And therefore they had to bring this carbon. But since there was the invite, as if he was a person, therefore they were Zoicha to the merit of having children because they decided to invite him and they offered it and the Rebbein Shalom always is Mitzarev, Machshav Toivilamais. The Gemara Nadarim brings that Shimon Atzadik said that he never ate from Oshem Nazir Tomei, besides once. Because Shimon Atzadik did not uh, see in a positive way Nazirus. And he felt it's not the right thing to, not, not the right way to go. The way to go is you daven every day that the Rabbi Yishlam should give you what it, you need in order to guard yourself from the Eight Sahara. And that's it. One day, a very handsome Nazir from southern Eretz Yisrael comes. The Gemara says, His hair was like in curls. Uh, so Shimon Tzadik says, You have such beautiful hair. Why do you want to cut your hair off? So the Nazir says, I was the shepherd. And I went to the river. And I saw my face. Right away it hit me. My Yitzhahara said, This beauty is a beauty that you could cash in on the beauty. And right away I told my Yitzhahara, Amarti loy Rosha. It's not my world. I don't want to lose this world. I don't want to be out. I don't want to be called out. I want to be part of the world. So therefore, guess what? I am going to shave my head in order that I should not follow my Yitzhar. Right away, Shemina Tzadik kissed him on his forehead and he said, this is somebody who is a neder nazir lahazir lahashem. Yeah. So what did Shimon Atzadik want from the person? Yeah. Didn't Shimon Atzadik know that when somebody sees <coughs> the, the, the that there's a lot of bad things and the tzniyas is is low? Or as Chazal say, Maybe he saw a soita bekilkula. So the Maharsha says that, first of all, why do we care where he came from? It says he came from the Dorim, from southern Eretz Yisrael. And it wouldn't have been good if he came from northern Eretz Yisrael. And what's this whole story that he was misgoyah besaroi? What, what, what are we supposed to learn? The Teretz is that we always know that when the Eight Sahara comes, yeah, try to go to the Beis HaMedrash. What happens if it doesn't happen? Yazkil o Misa. Remind him that you're not here forever and that's it. 
So he was saying, I was in a situation just like Yosef HaTzadik was. Yosef HaTzadik was down in Mitzrayim, Erevis Horetz. And it's the worst place. There's absolutely no tzniyas there. And as the Medrash says, he started to be misalsal Basari. Once he started to feel good, he saw that everybody is trusting him in Mitzrayim. He was feeling good about himself. He started to beautify himself again. Just like he did in the beginning before he was sold as an Eved. What he did at home. And it dawned upon him that this Hanhaga is the Hanhaga of me opening the door, opening the gate for the Sahara to enter. And I don't want the Sahara to enter. I don't want the Sahara to overcome me. And this is what he's saying, I'm coming Somebody wants to be smart, his, he has to go to the Torah. And the Torah tells you how to be yeah, Try to schlep him into the Beis HaMedrash. But sometimes, even in the Beis HaMedrash, Yosef HaTzadik was the Ben Zekunim. Every single word of Torah that Yaakov Avinu had learned in the base Medrash of Shem Ve'ever, Yaakov shared with Yosef. So Yosef had all that Torah, and it didn't stop him from the Silsul Beseyar. And right away, the Yetzirah, in the image of Mrs. Paitifar, or Paitifera, started up with him. And that's that. And he felt this person that, yeah, I, 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 I came from the Doraim and the Doraim is not good enough for me. It means that I need to have some other type of security to guard me from my Yetzahara. Because my Yetzahara is, 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 the Torah is not strong enough at this moment to battle him. I'm the, ha- I'm the handsome Talmud Chacham with the Yetzirah in the midst of me that I can't control myself. And therefore I have to do something drastic. So it wasn't the Roy Yisaita Bekilkulo that was Yazir Atzerim in Ayayin. He saw himself Bekilkuloi. He understood, I myself now, I am not in a good position. And through this, he was needed to get up and do something l'shem shemayim, and that's that. So he wasn't by the yayin part as much. He was way more than on the hair part. But again, if he's not going to cut his hair and start off as a new nazir and stop drinking wine, he knows that he's in a danger zone. And therefore he got up and stopped. And that's why Shimon HaTzadik understood the greatness of this person. This person was overcoming what others didn't. He, Shimon HaTzadik, when he thought of Nazirim, he had two that came to mind. He had Shimshin that kept on having affairs with Plishti women. And he had Avshalom that in the end rebelled against 
David HaMelech, and also did disgusting things with his father's surrogate wives, with the Pilakshim. And Shimon HaTzadik says, whoa, they were both Nazirim. And a Nazir is supposed to be a Kaddish. And this is supposed to be a safeguard, and it did not work. It means that there's something in the system that needs to be fortified no matter what. Just growing your hair and keeping away from wine might not just do the trick the way it's supposed to be. And that's where this Nazir came and was Mechadish. The Chiddush is the Yazir Atzmoy Minayayin. What happened by Shimshay? By Shimshay, the Malach told the mother, this is what you are supposed to do. And make sure not to cut Shimshay's hair and he should not be drinking wine. There wasn't anything that was coming from Shimshay himself. Nothing came from him. Everything came from whatever his parents told him. By Avshalim, there was also nothing that came from him. Here, by this Nazir, everything came from him. He saw his image in the water and said, I am in danger zone. And if I will not save myself, no one will save me. It was the it was Mamish, the Im'ain Anili Mili. If I'm not going to stand up now for myself, that's it. So I'm going to take what sort of is my whole image, my whole life, my hair, that I invested so much in beautifying it throughout the years, and I'm going to cut it off in order that I won't have it, and that they won't have the Yed Sahara pouncing on me, telling me, you're so beautiful. You're not supposed to be in a base medrash situation. You're supposed to be partying somewhere with other people. And that's what Shimon HaTzadik says. Yihirotzoin. That they came to the decision on their own to say, I am in danger zone and therefore now I'm quitting. I'm calling it quits. I'm not going to let my Eid Sahara overcome. And this is an amazing piece in this week's Parsha. And this is what has to register for everyone. If you want to save yourself from the Eight Sahara, you have to do it. You got to sit with yourself, decide what my safeguard is going to be, how am I going to block him on my own? Of course, I have to daven, Tatsileni Hayoyim Uvachol Yoyim, from the Eight Sahara. But I have, and Hoyfes Yisraelu Lishtabedloch, for sure, without the Rabbi Shlomo's help, we can't do it. But first we have to start. If I don't have the im'ein anili, mili. I have to stand up and I have to say, that's it. I am not going to let my Yetzirah take over my life. And then we have to analyze the situation, create the safeguards that will be for us, and then daven that the Rabbi Yisrael is going to help us that these safeguards will lead us to where we're supposed to arrive. This week's Parshim, Parshish Nasai, there's Birchus Kehanim, the greatest bracha of them all. And uh, the Rabbi Shalom says, Yoyer Hashem Panavei Lecha, 
who smiles towards us and he gives us chen. But even if we're in hard times, Yisa Hashem Panavelech HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes away any blockage that there could be between us and Avinim Shabashamayim. V'yaseim Lucha Shalom and it gives us Shlemus because Shalom is the biggest bracha of them all as Rav Chalavta says, the greatest thing is Shalom, as it says, Hashem Hashem Where we all reach Shlemus on Shabbos Shalom Umevoyroch, and we should live the brachas of Birchus Koyhanim, knowing that once we believe that what we have in life is Taka the Birchus Koyhanim, then we know that Akadish Baruch Hu not only does the Yivarechacha part, but he also gives us the exact Shmiru that is needed for the brachas that he gave, and these brachas plus the Shmiru should be good enough to take us back to Yerushalayim with Mashiach Tzidkenu, Bimheira Biyameinu Amein Vamein. Be'ezus Hashem, we hope to be here next week. Parshas Ba'aloischa, an actionful parsha. And uh, we should be zoicha, maybe to learn face to face in Chatzris Beis Hashem and the Beis Hamikdash in Yerushalayim. Have the greatest Shabbos ever, Kol Tov.